0: To the Dynasty Rook Podcast, your one-stop shop for all things Dynasty. In the game of football, we play chess, not checkers. Here's your host, GB. Cheers! Cheers! Welcome back to the Dynasty Rook Podcast. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Dynasty Rook Pod um this is an exciting time we're getting to the beginning of august it's it's, it's football season baby hell yeah right? it's
1: football season baby <laughs> oh I know. Have, have you had a finally draft yet? have you had a draft yet i had a draft we did have a draft we had a dynasty startup draft you can oh check yeah out the podcast uh you can check it out on the website yeah and, and we've had a redraft i believe and now next week is what we call the drew league and then in two weeks is what we call the OG Dynasty League. Yeah, there's a lot of lot of big drafts coming up. Where are we out. going? Palm Springs this yeah, year. Yeah, we're going to Palm Springs for our draft. Where do we go? We go with Vegas. Vegas, to Vegas. Vegas.
0: Vegas. Palm Springs. LA. Back to Palm Springs, baby. Yeah, it's it's draft season, baby. It's it's an exciting time. I know everyone's listening to a bunch of podcasts. Everyone's getting prepared just be aware we have a bunch of stuff on the website to help you get prepared at sorry at dynastyrook.com we have a bunch of material as always we have our, our DYOR, our do your own research Dick navis has been gracious enough to put together the, the playlist of all the longest playlists playlist ever tell them about the playlist real quick it's called
1: the ultimate Scouting playlist it's not that it's not that cool but if you want to just crack a beer press play and sit back and don't press any buttons you could scout every single rookie on
0: YouTube it's the easiest way it's Dick Davis is giving you cram session 101 he's giving you everything you need and it's the funnest thing to do when you're bored you Every time you're bored, if you want to get ready for fantasy football drafts, just go, go to DYOR, go to our website, com. check out the playlist, check out all the articles we got. We got a full three-round rookie mock draft that just came out. We have a deep dive on my boy Jay Jones, who I've been trying to get rid of, but I'm not trying to get rid of, and you can't really decide. So, Anton Stather, this is the last article about
1: Jay Jones. Yeah. yeah.
0: But Anton wrote a great article about him. We got another article that just came out on the 29th called Buy Low, Sell High RBs by our our field correspondent Stratton Constantinidis at Stratton underscore on Twitter. So be sure to check out all the good stuff we got on the website. Um, And then we're going to have a lot of good stuff coming on the pod for you. Coming up. It's preseason. Week one, maybe. It's it's ready to go. We're ready to go. And, and, And in honor of the preseason, we have something very 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 special for you today we have a yes. very very special interview yes with one of the up-and-coming future hall of famers in this league um dick do you want to tell us a little bit about his college career yes sophomore year 24
1: catches 379 yards five touchdowns junior year, 48 catches 781 yards nine touchdowns senior year 63 catches 1059 yards and 14
0: touchdowns which is exactly when we go back to our scouting podcast is exactly yeah. what you want to see right
1: yeah you want to see improvement yep every time and, and that led him to be drafted in the second round
0: yeah well he came out of the best school in the pac-12 academically and football wise arguably out of stanford um he's 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 a he's a south carolina guy i think but um he's come to the best coast and he's Played phenomenally at Stanford his whole career, and uh, we are very thankful and very lucky to be able to have this man on the podcast. Dick, you want to give him a give him a big yes. introduction? Second round pick of the Philadelphia Eagles, J.J. Artega Whiteside. Hell yeah. So we're, we're very happy to have J.J. on the podcast, um, our... Dr. Physical Therapy slash Media Coordinator Kyle Chapman at Young Chaplord. Um, had the pleasure of interviewing him. We know at Young Chaplord is a diehard Eagles fan. <laughs> so I know he had a little butterfly yeah. in his stomach when he was interviewing. But the interview is fantastic. Um, we're hoping to do more stuff like this in the pod coming up. And we're just really thankful that JJ took the time to come hang out with the Dynasty Rooks. So I hope you guys enjoyed the pod. Um, please stay tuned for all the stuff we have coming up for you um and more things like this will be coming soon yeah and enjoy your fantasy season
1: yeah but we, now we got to figure out this nickname is it J is it jaws is it sega i don't know you take it away
2: dude <laughs> yeah take it away kyle thanks bud all right so i'd like to introduce to the dynasty rook podcast second round pick of the 2019 nfl draft and future eagles legend jjr sega whiteside how you doing man hey i'm doing good how about yourself Pretty good. Hey, so I was looking online. Is it Arthego Whiteside or Arsega Whiteside? So the correct pronunciation is Arsega. So it is Arsega. Well, It's kind of like the B is pronounced
3: with a TH. But, um, I mean, you know, it's kind of hard to get people to roll the R to pronounce the C's with TH. Um, okay. So I just go, I just go with what everybody's comfortable
2: with. Okay, so I'm going to start with the hard-hitting questions. What are we doing with the nickname here? The nickname? Yeah, I've been seeing a bunch of different things. Jaws, J Jaw, segatron, Sega. What are you thinking? I'm thinking whatever
3: whatever happens during the season and whatever sticks for everybody is, is what we're gonna do. I mean I gotta go out there and earn a nickname in the first place. <laughs> I like Jaws. I like Jaws too. That that's that's one of my favorites as well. Like my parents and it made some t shirts when I was at Stanford that had the Jaws on it. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and it kind of matches your playing style too—going up and grabbing the ball. Yeah, just having fun with it. So you were born in Spain. Both your parents were professional athletes. You moved to South Carolina when you were six. Spent your childhood there until you went off to Stanford for football. Right. Tell me a little bit about that. Your experience with professional athlete parents, being from Spain, living in South Carolina—all that. Yeah, so you
3: know it was it was an exciting time. Um, you know, being able to, you know, go from school straight to my mom or dad's practice. Uh, you know, we lived in Spain and Portugal, so we was close to the beach. And then, you know, sometimes we were in the city. You know, so just got a, a lot of culture, a lot of diversity, um, got the experience at a young age. Um, but then when I came here, I, I figured out that pretty quickly that football was going to be my sport. So, uh, you know, we had to – it's funny because, you know, basketball, I, I kind of came home to two parents that, they were kind of like coaches. They knew what they were talking about. So, you know, if I messed up or did anything bad, like they would know. Um, football, they had no clue how to play football, nothing about it. So if I messed up or did something bad, they had no clue. and They, they were just happy to see me out there. So um, I ended up working out in football, as you can tell. <laughs>
2: yeah, of course. So when did you start playing basketball? Did you play in high school and everything? Yeah, I played all throughout high school, um, college. It cost my mind
3: a couple of times to play in college, uh, but um, you know, I, after you know, I got a bunch of opportunities, and you know, I started, you know, I started getting the football thing rolling. Then
2: you know, it was a no-brainer for me to stick with it. Yeah, I think it worked out. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, why did you choose Stanford? Uh, I mean, you know,
3: it's, uh,
2: it's obviously is one of the best schools in the world, um, and also on top of that, it has
3: one of the best football programs in the, in the United States. So. Um, it's like, you know, why wouldn't you go there? Then on top of that, it's in California. You know, it's always sunny. It's always warm. Um, There's great people. There's a lot to do. Uh, and, you know, it's, after I didn't really get a scholarship from Clemson, South Carolina, North Carolina, Duke, Georgia, like, I mean, if I'm not going to be super close to home, then why not just go far away? And, uh, you know, that's, and I kind of realized after you catch a plane ticket. After you have to get on the plane and go somewhere, it really don't matter how far you got to go.
2: Oh yeah. So what is it, East Coast or West Coast?
3: Uh, and they both both got a lot of ups and and downs. I mean, you know, the West Coast is not as uh, football crazy as as the East Coast. Uh, true. But the East the East Coast, I mean, you could have a thunderstorm, hail, and tornado in 30 minutes. You know, it's uh, it, they both got ups and the both got their downs, but uh, right now I'm in Philly, so I can give you a better answer once I kind of spend some time out here.
2: Sounds good. And you said you're just moving out there now, right? Yeah, so, I mean, all day I've been apartment hunting and
3: uh, finally, you know, got some wheels. Uh, I don't have to ride a bike from class to class anymore. <laughs> um, so, yeah, not nah, just uh, trying to find a place and, uh, you know, to, to where I'm comfortable with and, you know, get, I can start focusing on the football,
2: sweet, so your senior season, you got sixty three catches thousand fifty nine yards, fourteen touchdowns. Do you like to look back at your highlights on YouTube and see yourself just mossing cornerbacks?
3: um, you know, after the season, I was kind of like that, like you know, comparing myself to uh, the other guys, but you know now it's like it doesn't matter what I did there, it's all about you know what I do now, and um. Yeah, you know, obviously I look back sometimes just to remind myself on the good things that I did and the bad things that I did to help myself get better, but at the same time you gotta stay in the present and the future, um and not look too
2: much in the past. There we go. I like that. So as you know, we're a fantasy football podcast. Are you ready for angry fantasy football fans? Uh I hope so.
3: <laughs> I mean I think I think the fans know what I'm getting into, I gotta mean, have have three, you know, really top tier receivers um, coming in already that are there, and, and Alshon, uh, Nelson, Deshaun. Like, you know, so you're drafting me. Know, know what you're getting, of, but just know that I'm gonna try my best um, every time I get on the field.
2: Do you think you can jump in and make an immediate impact on the offense right away? Are you guys kind of setting up for that?
3: I mean, you know, I think, you know, it's just betting on myself and know myself. I know that I, you know, anywhere, um, I'm gonna bet on myself and know that I can make an impact. But you know, it, it all depends on what's the best situation. If I run this route, the best, I, that's what they're gonna do. Um, obviously, we got like Deshaun Jackson, who's the fastest guy I've ever seen. Um, you know, who they're gonna choose between running a deep go and uh, between being him? You know, like I know that I can get the job done, but uh, having wheels like him, I you mean, know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't choose him over me. So. Yeah, it all depends on the system uh, that we decide to go with, the roles that that we're kind of assigned to, and uh, and who can do what the best.
2: Yeah, you definitely got a few great receiver vets that can help you ease into the NFL a bit.
3: Right. Yeah. No, and it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting to learn from them and, and watch them in person, especially with this upcoming training account.
2: Are you happy with having Alshon, Djax, Aguilar, Ertz, and everyone to ease yourself into the NFL? Like, were you surprised with your landing spot, or were you expecting to go there?
3: Um, you know, at first I was kind of surprised,
2: um, because a lot of a lot of like all you hear about in the NFL draft
3: is, oh, what does the team need? You know, this team needs a receiver. This team needs a tight end. Um, for us, it was well, you know, the the receiver need wasn't really there for the Eagles. Anyway, drafted me. I I was kind of like, that's a surprise. You know, like maybe they want me to come in and you know, kind of. To get my feet wet, and be ready for the future, um, kind of learn. you know I sat down with uh, with Howie, and he was like, God, you know I want you to come into play. Um, you know help us up, help this offense out as much as possible. We want to have the best offense and the best team in the NFL um, and you know adding you is what is, is how we feel we'll get there. So after we kind of talked about it and you know we talked more in detail and specifics, um, which you know, I probably shouldn't talk about. Uh, but he uh you know, I felt really comfortable after talking with him and knowing what my purpose is there and you know, if they believe in me which is why they brought me there and you know, having that belief and confidence helps me out a lot.
2: Yeah, it looks like the Eagles definitely went offense heavy in the first few rounds, ready to go for the season. I mean, you
3: know, you can't you can't beat somebody if you can't outscore
2: them. <laughs> yep. So I saw you had a good connection with Wentz and OTAs. Tell me a bit about your experience with them so far.
3: I mean, he's awesome. He's very easy to work with. Um, and you know, I wanna be easy to work with as well. Uh, you know, just every almost every time every series every time we we throw the ball to each other, every series we're in together. We spend about five, ten minutes just talking, like, Hey, what'd you see here, what'd you do here, were you open, would you not open, why we're in the open, why didn't you throw it? Or, you know, great connection, you know. And then at the, at the end of the day, you kinda get the finished product, you know, when the media's come out towards the end of O T A it's almost like and these guys are connecting and it's like, well, you know, we had a bunch of mess-ups in the beginning, but we, just, we didn't just let them be mess-ups. We learned from them. Um, me and specifically, myself, if it's fashion, doesn't mess up a lot. Um, but we talked about it and he gave, he gave me confidence, you No, know, all right, next time we do that, it's going to work because we know how it doesn't work. Uh, it's kind of like that saying, you know, Thomas Jefferson, you know, he figured out a thousand ways to not, to for the light bulb not to work. Oh, it's the same thing.
2: Ooh, pulling the Thomas Jefferson quotes. Like it. <laughs> so is Wentz as good as a guy as everyone says he is? Oh, yeah, he's awesome. Good. So how much time have you spent in Philly so far? Did you get to try out all the uh, cheesesteaks yet?
3: Yeah, I've tried out, I've tried out a, a few spots. Uh, Do you have a favorite? i gotta. I got to keep trying them. Uh, I'm supposed to be on a diet, so I can't try them too much. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I've tried Pat's. I've tried Geno's. I've tried... You know, I've tried Iscavibbles. I've tried Tony Luke.
2: Um, what about gems? That's the spot. I haven't tried gems yet.
3: Gotta try gems. Yeah, probably probably next. Uh, I mean, I'm not for recommendations. Um, I mean, you know, it's, it's, I, I have to eat them a lot. They're all just great to me. Like, every single one that I've tried is like, man, this is amazing.
2: Yeah. Are you ready for the rowdy fans in Philly? Uh, I mean, yeah, we'll see. Uh you know, I kind of just got the perspective that
3: you know, at the end of the day, it's just playing football something I've done since I was a kid. Um, the only thing that changes is more people watching and down t v and uh, you get paid to do it. <laughs> you're just yeah. doing it for fun now, you're just doing it because it's a job that's the best job in the world um, oh, yeah I, I I legitimately have fun doing it um, but you know I, I, you know the rowdy fans is kind of if anything' it'll energize me more, so I'm
2: excited. Yeah, they're passionate, but if you do well, they'll fall in love with you real quick. Oh,
3: yeah, no, so, and then it to, you know, go about there play football.
2: All right, that's pretty much all I got for you, man. If you need a personal physical therapist out here in Southern California, though, when you're out during off-season, just hit me up.
3: Oh, I will for sure. I will for sure, yeah, and I spend a lot of time down there, too, because, uh, that's where my agency is, and that's what we do a lot of training. So.
2: Yeah, I saw you were in Newport, and I live right here in uh, Huntington Beach, so hit me up whenever you come down.
3: Yeah, no, nah, next time I'm down there, I'll help you up.
2: Sweet. Hey, all right. Well, thanks for chatting with us. Uh, good luck this season. I'll be following very closely. Um, wish the best of luck to you and all the rest of the Eagles, and kill it out there at training camp and everything.
3: For sure. I appreciate you. Thank you for uh, having me on the podcast. I will keep in touch.
2: Of
1: course. All right, have a good one. Good. Sure, see ya. This has been another episode of the Dynasty Rook Fantasy Football Podcast, your one stop shop for all things dynasty. Follow us at Dynasty Rook Pod or email your fantasy questions to dynastyrook at gmail.com. We will see you next time.